0: It is with passion, courage of conviction, and strong sense of self that we take our next steps into the world. You are now listening to the Aim Podcast with your hosts Brooke Nelson and Tracy Lynn. Yes, 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 Queen. Achieve, inspire, manifest. We're so alive right now. Yeah. Brooke Nelson and I'm here with Tracy Lynn. We are with the Aim High podcast and what we are trying to do here is empower women. Um, we both love design, construction. Um, I'm a real estate broker. She is an ex-teacher um, and we have lots of great things coming and Tracy why don't you take it out over and tell right. everybody what why we're doing what we're doing. I am an ex-teacher. I like that. I have never ex-teacher. heard that term. Sorry, I keep c- yeah. I call everybody ex-teachers. That's perfect. <laughs> uh,
1: teaching was great, but I'm ready for new things. And I'm that's why I'm so excited about what we're doing, because we get to redesign everything.
0: Yes. So redesign, we are kind of talking about this in a lot of different ways. Redesign our lives. Redesign your future. Um, you know, I have redesigned my life. I was a dental hygienist for 11 years completely switched careers, um, went into real estate. Now I'm a real estate broker. And then I also have a design team. And so your situation is pretty similar.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I was a teacher and decided that I needed to move on into other things. And so I've started my own business and I completely walked away from teaching, but i still have all those elements and I'm bringing in the design and I'm bringing in teaching and working with kids with disabilities. And so, yeah, I mean, it's just like recreating the wheel and I don't think you're ever too able to do that. And
0: that's what is really cool. And I think some people hold themselves back, especially as women, um, and don't believe in themselves as much as they should. And we are kind of here to tell everybody that no matter what situation you're in, like you can get out of it. Yeah. Um, and you can be successful. You're not stuck where you are. That's just something like super important to me. We're both divorced, um, you know, happily, happily happily divorced. (laughs) Finally, it takes a while, right? Oh, definitely. I wasn't (laughs) happy at the beginning at (laughs) all. We we have both gone through a lot. Um, and I don't think I ever could have done what I'm doing if I didn't go through that time. Um, and so same for the same with you, I'm assuming you just Mm -hmm. felt so empowered once you started doing things on your own, um, and really realizing what you can do and the potential. Oh yeah. And you know, pain is,
1: is, is a growth tool. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Andy Grammer has a song out. I wish you pain. And it sounds weird when you listen to the song the first time through, but like, if we hadn't gone, if you hadn't gone through what you went through and I didn't go through what I went through, we would never be where we are. And right. so the whole song is about, I wish you pain. I, I hope that somebody breaks your heart. I hope that your plans fail because from that you become this beautiful person. And I think that's what our whole focus here is on this Mm -hmm. like podcast is recreating and and who are you going to be after the pain?
0: Right, right. And I think one of the main things that people don't realize is they don't know what they want. You know, you you say, oh, well, what's your passion? I don't know my passion. Mm -hmm. Like, what is my passion? So it took me a while to figure out what really is my passion? All I know is dental hygiene. This is what I went to school for. This right. is what I have to do my whole life. And that's you what the people
1: expected because you got training in that area. So that's where you should stay. Exactly. And that's what makes you know good logical sense. But the right. reality is, is life is not about logical sense half the time. No, I remember um, shortly after um, my relationship fell apart, I remember looking in the mirror and going, who are you? I didn't even recognize the person I was looking at. And Mm -hmm. um, I'm thankful that I'm like so far removed from that now. Mm -hmm. But at that moment, I literally started crying because I didn't know me. I had no idea what my passion was anymore, what I wanted out of life or anything.
0: Yeah. What even made you happy? Like I didn't know. I was like, what does even make me happy? I have two young kids. I'm stressed out. Of course, Mm -hmm. I love my kids, but it's hard. Let's not pretend that being a mom, especially a single mom, is just all fun and games. Because oh. it's not. Okay, well, being a teacher, I yeah, to- <laughs> I
1: can't imagine. I totally thought, you know, like I was gonna be the Pinterest mom. Mm-hmm. I was gonna make the wonderful cupcakes. I was gonna be the party planner at school. I was, and the reality is, is I sucked at all of that. <laughs> like I can do it, but I can't do that and have a job, and right. I can't do that and, you know, run a business and all of that kind of stuff. So. Mm-hmm. I felt every single day I was failing because I had the ability to create all those moments, but I didn't have the ability to do that and live life.
0: Right, right. And And I think a lot of us we were talking about this earlier before we, you know, went live. Um, it's it's hard for us to take time for ourselves oh, yeah. and fill our own cups up before, you know, and we just want to give, 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 give. I mean, a teacher, a dental hygienist. I mean, we mm-hmm. were, you know, caregivers, you know. In the service industry. Exactly. Yeah. And so you just get used to it's always about them. It's always about them. Then you realize how unhappy you are. Yeah, people around you might be happier because you are giving so much of yourself away. But when you give... Your self care. I really feel like these people are actually going to benefit more from your help. I mean, oh yeah. We also have to know how to say no. That's <laughs> that's, that's that's the I'm hard still thing. Still working on that. Me one. too. I have no
1: clue how to say no. I'm getting better. Yeah. The first but after after I went through all of that, I went to counseling, mm-hmm. and literally my counselor was like, "Your assignment this week is to tell somebody no." And I went, <gasps> "I can't, I can't, I can't yeah. tell anybody no." And I literally left there and went straight from there to a function at church and the kids pastor walked up to me and was like hey we're gonna need somebody to fill in class tonight can Mm -hmm. you do it and on the inside I was wanting to scream no but on the outside I was thinking I don't have a really good reason Mm -hmm. but the really good reason was is that I was going through hell and I didn't have anything left to give and so finally I just looked at it and said I'm not gonna be able to Mm -hmm. and he goes okay yeah I was like
0: that was easy. like, that was easy. I'm not letting them yeah. down by saying, no, they'll move on to the next. Yeah. You know? No, I'm still not good at it though.
1: Yeah. I yeah. mean, I did it that one time.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and some really good advice I got, I don't remember. I, I read all the time. I don't know where this even came from. Um, but if it makes you feel light and airy, you know, just thinking yeah. about something, if it makes you feel light, airy, and energized, then that's a yes if it feels any sort of burden to you or like a feeling in your stomach like Mm -hmm. ooh. so basically if it's a not a hell yes it's a no then it's a no yeah
1: that's a good yeah because I do I get that tightness in my chest when somebody's asking me to do something and Mm -hmm. I realize it's pushing me beyond I start
0: tightening I feel
1: it I mean I know Mm -hmm. but I never I never equated that with that should probably be a no. Right. My thought was, is I need to manage my anxiety better.
0: <laughs> right. Well, I'm, you know, I'll be open about it. I I am very anxious. I'm, I've dealt with anxiety for a long time. And I think, you know, that gets heightened when you're going through relationship problems, divorce, when you're having kids, when you're oh, yeah. making any transitions in life in general, which we both have made huge transitions. Mm-hmm. And, you know, kind of ironically, we both, the month we got divorced, we kind of switched completely to. Right. We completely switched our jobs, um, and I felt like I was maybe being held back a little bit. Um, Were you scared to do that? Oh my gosh! It took so. It, it took people telling me I couldn't do it, which mm-hmm. gave me more fire. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh um, yeah, mm-hmm, I've been yeah. like that since I was yeah. a kid. Tell me I can't. And I'll show you I can. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And you know that should be how everybody is, you know, you, you should have so much faith in yourself that nobody can tell you, you can't do anything. Mm-hmm. And I a hundred percent believe that anybody could do anything. I really, and I'm almost 40. I feel like I could be an astronaut if I really put my mind to it. And I know mm-hmm. that sounds freaking crazy, but I really I do. It. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If I like put myself right now, I, I feel like I could be a doctor if I wanted to, if I wanted mm-hmm. it that much. Now I'm not saying I'm like super smart cause I'm not, but I really do think that if you want something like you will figure out a way to do it if you right. just keep being persistent.
1: So, but you know, I didn't always have the confidence that I could do that. Like, right. I, I knew I was capable of getting things done, but I kind of chalked it up to what well, must be my luck. It must be because I'm a hard worker, you know, all mm-hmm. of those things. And so I would accomplish a lot, but I didn't really have the confidence to say you can do this, like whatever it is you can do. And it's been my evolution of going past the pain and figuring out what I wanted to do Mm -hmm. that has, has put me to the place where I'm like, I can do this. Yeah, It doesn't matter what I,
0: yeah. And when you have that passion for something and you start succeeding a little bit in it and it makes you happy, you just want to keep going, right? You want to do more and more and more, but finding the passion I think is a really hard thing to do. And then also having the confidence and no fear to do it. Um, one guy in my life, he's my financial advisor. He has been one of my best friends since I was young, um, helped me through my divorce. And since he was my financial advisor, he is the one that completely believed in me. Right. And I think just having that person, that one yeah. person that believes that you can do it really does change your outlook because, you know, even my parents were like, are you sure you want to leave your job and go into real estate? (laughs) Oh, you know, my my mom about freaked out (laughs) when I told her I was quitting my job. What
1: How are you going to
0: survive? Yeah. Well, and I think it's also a difference in generations, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. She wanted me to have that consistent income to where she knew it was for her anxieties too. She wanted to make Mm -hmm. sure that I was taken care of. And I understand that as a, as a parent, that's what you want for your kids. Mm -hmm. But I also understand that in the education field, I was never going to do more than just barely squeak by financially. Mm -hmm. Like paying my bills was a struggle when I became single and I was living on a teacher income. That's the reason, like you mentioned that we went through like life changing things at that, at that moment. Mm -hmm. And that's what I did. I started my master's degree. So I'm in the middle of learning how to be a single parent of three teenage boys at the time. And, um decided to get my master's degree. I had to sell the house I was in because it was too much for me to afford. So I was selling the house and I went through a trial divorce all within about 6 weeks time. Yeah. And um my family thought I was crazy for starting my master's degree because they're like you're you're just taking too much. And I told them I'm like I have to to survive mm-hmm. and I need to focus. Yeah. And so that's what I did. I went and got my master's degree and, you know, it worked out. Everything yeah. worked and, out. And
0: that's the crazy thing is, you know, you have to take that leap of faith. And it really is faith. You just have to take the leap of faith that it's going to work out. Because if you never take the leap of faith, then nothing's ever going to work out, you know. Right. So, you know, my super advice would just be find what you're passionate about um, and you will find a way to do it. I just really think, but I think finding that is the hardest thing. So what I did, um, was I just started thinking, what do I do in my free time? Like if I'm Mm -hmm. on Pinterest, if I'm looking something up on the internet, if I just want to relax, like what feeds me, what do I enjoy doing? Absolutely. For me, it was design and I thought, okay, well, how am I going to do this? Cause I had no design degree. I had Mm -hmm. nothing, but I knew I was good at it. You know, just from people telling me, of course, you don't think you're great at anything until people start saying you're talented in this, you know? Um, and then it just, it just evolved. And I decided to, Hey, you know, how can I make money doing this? Well, I could go into real estate and I could become a home stager and I can stage the houses before I list them. And that's how I can feed my design by making money. And that's kind of how it all started. And it ended up working out. But I think it's just because you chip away every day. Right. Um, a little bit every day. You get through the hard times somehow um, and try to keep the faith. But I think there's a lot of tools that I used, but I didn't know. And I wish I would have known these tools when I was going through this. Yeah. <laughs> um. But it took me going through so much bad stuff to get there. Well,
1: and you mentioned somebody that believed in you. And mm-hmm. I think it's so important when you are going through hard times that you surround yourself in people that are going to build you up. And I will, I re- will never forget this one pivotal conversation I had with somebody. And they asked me, if you were going to do whatever it is you wanted to do, what would it be? And immediately I had an answer. I was like, well, I love working with kids with autism. That's like my passion. It drives me. And I love design and, and re remodeling and building. Mm-hmm. And I would merge those two things and, you know, do makeovers for families that are struggling and, and need resources in their homes. And from that birth, this journey that I'm on, that I've been on for two years and every single moment that I have spent working on that goal has not been wasted. Like I, I don't dread doing that. It I'm excited. Yes, I'm mm-hmm. excited about it. Yeah. So I think it's important to have those people that are going to ask mm-hmm. you those challenging questions who are going to support you and say, then you should do it, you know, yes. and, and then step out.
0: Live in that I've already succeeded mindset. Right. Um, I did the same thing for myself when I watched The Secret. We've kind of talked about mm-hmm. this before. And I thought if I could have, if I, you know, was 10 years old and I hadn't picked a career yet, what would my dream job be knowing what i know now mm-hmm. that i wouldn't like being a hygienist you know all these things i was like i'd be an hgtv g- designer that that's i would that would be what i would do i'd go to school for design da, 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 da right mm-hmm. so then i'm running on the treadmill and i'm like after i watched the secret i said i'm going to put myself in that mindset that i'm going to be an hgtv designer and the craziest thing <laughs> 2 years later i put myself in that mindset that whole entire time like that is where I am. Mm-hmm. Two years later, I got a phone call. Hey, we have a show we want you, you know, to be the designer on. And it's like, how does that happen right. in Kansas City? I thought you <laughs> had to be in New York or L.A., and it fell in my lap. And I promise you, it is like because I had myself in that mindset that that was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Now the show ended up not going through, but then also I think it was like being taught to me you know, you can manifest anything, right. Um, which this manifests is one of our, yes, on the aim. Yes, yes. That's one of the yeah. things. So you can manifest anything, um, in your life, but like, that was not the time for me, but I think right. it was just teaching me that lesson. Like you can manifest mm-hmm. what you want. Um, and that was, that's kind of why I just keep going and keep going and keep going. Um, you know, and it's, and you're, you know, your goals can change. And that's fine. And they will. Yeah. And I wanted to be an HGTV HGTV designer selfishly. Now, Mm -hmm. the reason I want to design is to, you know, help other women and everything that I went through and be able to, you know, show them that they can do it. So how are you using design to help women? So I, um, so I own a real estate brokerage now Mm -hmm. and I started a design team. So now I've kind of incorporated, I have a life coach in my office. That's very important to me. So I I did not know that. That's very cool. So I have a life coach in my office. I actually went (laughs) to get a life coaching certification in Laguna when I was going through a really hard time because I believe in it so much. Mm -hmm. Um, But I wouldn't have the time to coach people, you know, like on that part. I do in my office meetings, but she is actually part of the brokerage. Um, And our clients can use her. Um, My, you know, just the agents can use her. And it's amazing what she's you know, brought to wow. the company. Um, so that, <laughs> and then on top of that, um, I have a lot of women going through divorces mm-hmm. and I really help them find a home, you know, figure out how am I going to split this money? How's this work? You know, right. Oh, we have to refinance or we have to sell the house. You know, I, I kind of have to figure it out um, because I've done it myself and then I've helped so many other people and I have a great team, you know, surrounding me to do that. So I help them in a way, Like, redesign their life. Yeah. You know, not only helping them get out of their, you know, home or situation, um, but kind of bring it to, I find them a new home and, like, design places in their home Mm -hmm. to give them a new start. So that's kind of... It's
1: interesting because that kind of piggybacks on what I'm doing with the design element because um, when, so basically what we're doing is we're providing many home, I I wouldn't say many, we're we're providing home makeovers to families that have, that are struggling Mm -hmm. with a child that has special needs and maybe they don't have the resources they need. But one of the key elements is, because I did have a brother who had special needs, and so I remember my mom always talking about, um, how exhausted she was and she just, she didn't have any time for Mm self-care. And so hearing that and wanting to be able to impact people, that's what I'm doing with the design element. I am creating a, what I keep calling an oasis spot for the, for the parents, the caregivers, the ones that are sacrificing everything to make sure their child has the best chance at, at succeeding in life. And so I'm going in and creating a little oasis area and it might be their bedroom or it might be the back patio or wherever, but it's going to be a space that they can just go into and be like, this is where I find peace. Mm-hmm. And, and that's important. My child is
0: safe at the same time yes. because you are going in also and making sure that's a very safe place right for the kids children with autism to be in so they can stay in their homes. right
1: yeah because my mom would always talk about how her feet would hurt because she had to stay on her feet all the time because she couldn't figure out how to keep my brother inside the house and stay safe and so that that's another element that we're doing is making sure the houses are secure and that the family you know every family's needs are going to be different Mm -hmm. but that's just part of that and then once they feel safe and secure that their child's not going to leave the home or get injured in the home then they're going to retreat to their place of oasis and i Oh, excuse me. <laughs> I know for me, when I was going through that really hard time, where I found peace, was creating spaces in my in my home and
0: therapeutic.
1: Yes, mm-hmm. I mean, I would go and I would like sit like like um, I had a wraparound, not a wraparound porch, but a big porch, and I had um, porch rockers and. And I made that porch just, I mean, you would go there and it would just felt so good to sit there and I would mm-hmm. just sit in my rocker and I would imagine talking to my grandma who had passed away Aww. and just cause she was, she was just full of life advice. And I would just sit there and think about what she would be telling me right now, you yeah. know? And she was one of those people that always, always believed in me. It didn't matter what kind of crazy thing I had come up with. Yeah. She's like, well, I think you can do it. You See, know?
0: And, and those are the types of people that even if they're not here anymore, They, you have to feel that, that they know that you can do it, Mm -hmm. you know, and if you don't have anybody that is giving you that, give it to yourself, just give yourself the benefit of the doubt. And get, and
1: get new somebodies too. I mean, everybody should have somebody around them that supports them.
0: Yeah. And you know, one of my biggest things that I realized in life was, and, and you know, it was only a few years ago, not to be jealous of other women. Mm -hmm. Um, only be happy because you know how we are in high school and you know, right. And that follows people throughout their lives. There's been some nasty stuff that, that goes on. Um, but I've really realized if I am not being jealous and if I am only being happy for people that are more successful Mm -hmm. than me and learning from them, um, it brings so much back to you. Oh yeah. You know, it's amazing that it took me this long to really figure that out because I always was a very competitive competitive oh, person yeah me too yeah even so. board
1: games I want to win
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm more like athletic like I can oh yeah you know I, you like
1: I joined um we did a, like, we did some co-ed sports and things, and I would just, I'd quit. I mean, like, I'd do it for a couple seasons, and I'd quit because they didn't want to win. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, forget this. Yeah. it's is not any fun. Yeah. You're okay with your friend over there yeah. not hitting the ball back. That's not cool. Yeah, yeah.
0: But <laughs> then, job. you know, like, then you just somehow, like, grow up a little bit, and, you know, not necessarily sports, because we can still be competitive right. in those ways. Um But just being happy for, you know, another agent in my office that beat me at production, like when I was, you know, back at my old brokerage. Yeah. And instead of being like, oh, my gosh, you know, I can't believe she beat me. It's like, hey, you did. That is so awesome. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm so proud of you, you know. And then that in turn made her want to help me and help her. And just think how much more you get done when two people are helping each other compared to one. It's an, oh you know absolutely yeah we're missing that in real estate by the way a lot of people aren't it's competitive yes but my brokerage that is one reason that that is like my biggest thing we so, are all gonna help each other
1: well and I haven't known you very long we met but we became fast friends when yeah. we met <laughs> and I I got the opportunity we, I didn't know it's been a while back that I got to come yeah. and speak and I could feel that like mm-hmm. um I was telling the, the people that brought me, I was like, you have picked a great place to be because I could feel that energy and people were so welcoming and they just wanted, you know, they just wanted to help. And it was like, wow, I feel like I've known these people my whole life, you know? Yeah.
0: And that's, that's the main thing. Like, I'm like, Hey, if you're joining this brokerage, there's not jealousy. There's, there's nothing, but we are helping each other, um, succeed because I know this is going to work. And that's one of the reasons I started the brokerage, because I was like, I have to, there is, has to be a better way. Yeah. There has to be a better way. Um, and I wanted to start a big team of people because I wanted to impact those people. Because mm-hmm. I really felt that staging and what I was doing was working, but I couldn't teach people. And right. I want to help other pre- people grow because that makes me happy. Yeah. As well, and you're in yeah. able to impact more people, and that mm-hmm.
1: it, it's we have so many similarities yeah. because, um, one of the things that I was frustrated with when I was teaching is I got to impact the I, I typically had between 10 and 15 kids that I worked with in a year because I taught special education, and I would get to impact those kids, but I could see. Like so many more kids that I needed to help, but I didn't have a way to do that. So that's when I stepped up into more of a leadership role and I started training staff because I was like, if I can train others to do the yeah. same thing, now I'm impacting even more people. Exactly. And so two totally different, um, worlds, um, and the way we were, you know, like your, your area and my area were completely different, but both of us rising up to impact more people absolutely, and yeah. to help. Yeah. I mean, that was the whole purpose. <laughs>
0: For listening to the AIM podcast. They're fabulous. You don't want to miss out on future episodes. Uh, uh, no way.
1: Your legacy is every life that you've
0: touched. So, like and subscribe on all social media platforms.